Jonathan, yeah. a little bit of editing, but you got that, yeah? Ugh, maybe. See what Your birthday, pal. <laughs> The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Welcome back to the Drop Back Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis, and I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. We've got a lot to get in for this week. We're going to be talking JJ Watts. The Browns being screwed by the league. The Tua Fitz conundrum that I'm sure Matt won't have any issues with right now. Dwayne Haskins being cut by the Washington football team. And who is going to miss the playoffs? But before that, let me introduce you to the rest of the hosts. We've got Stan Wilson. Hello, Sam. Happy birthday, Joe. Oh, cheers, mate. Matt Burns-Peak. Right, fellas. Happy birthday, Joey boy. And you've just heard it. It's COVID surviving, birthday having, drop back merch wearing, Joe Costanzo. How are you doing, Joe? Yeah, COVID slaying, you should slay. You should slay or slay. Slay at Queen, all that good stuff. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm good. Uh, 24 today, 24 big ones. You know, this is the athletic prime of a lot of NFL stars we're seeing. And here I am in my room in a gaming chair. Eating sushi. Um, in your athletic prime. But I'd rather be, yeah. I mean, I'm still declared, so. Yeah, <laughs> still an, there's, another dra- there's another draft coming up. A lot of people opted out this college season, so not Thank much you. tape on lots of them. So you've just, yeah, man. you've got as much tape this year as a Jamar Chase does. So there's every chance <laughs> you could go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be submitting my combine results alongside the combine this year. I'll be doing a combine training, drop back combine. Oh my God. I'd love if we could all do that, actually. Well, I'd love if we could go outside by then. But yeah, little steps. I miss the outside world. (laughs) Same. It's made me a bit weird. (laughs) Weird, Okay, uh... but I think we should get into the show now. Um, I think we have maybe one of the best interviews we've seen on the NFL with JJ Watt after his team's loss to the Bengals. Pretty passionate in a defense of, like, we need to do better. The fans deserve better. It was just pretty refreshing to see, was it not? Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's great to see someone take ownership for that situation in Houston and just essentially put it put it in plain English what's going on there. That the players aren't turning up, they aren't turning up with the right attitude to win, and it's just frustrating for JJ Watt. It's frustrating for an NFL fan watching JJ Watt, one of the best players of his generation, just trapped on a sinking ship that is the Houston Texans. Yeah, I think it does show though. We we've been talking about it the last few weeks with the Jets, how these professional players don't want to tank it's not in their nature and yeah there may be a few bad apples but i don't think what necessarily was calling out his entire teammates it's more saying they haven't been good enough as a whole and but explaining why you're still trying to win i felt it sounded like he was targeting out like a couple teammates perhaps because he did he did was very specific in the way he said that people weren't turning up to practice with the right attitude and stuff Mm. like that I, i do think there must be like a few just as you said rotten apples within the bunch but yeah, uh, I don't know if it's a few rotten apples as much as it's like a, a culture thing, and he wants to change the culture around Houston because, like, yeah, that team was surrounded by Bob for a while, and he he's messed up a lot of things. Uh, I imagine culture wise as well, just his his management of players. So um, th- there's a lot of sort of wounds to recover there, and it's good to see like JJ Watt 
like you said, putting it in plain English and just speaking almost directly to the fans as like a just a plain old apology for the fans and just mm. you know okay, old apology. Yeah, he has. He didn't do that classic sigh at the beginning there when he came to the. Yeah, well, he didn't bring his pet either. But for someone that has been like Mr. Houston, not only with his play off the field, but he's done loads of work for the community there. Yeah. I mean, the rumours have been swirling all season long. Do you think this is maybe the end for JJ Watts in Houston? Mm. Depends what the new GM's plans are. Yeah, potentially. I mean, I, I kind of wish it do- it isn't, but at the same time, it's a difficult one because you do feel like he deserves better. He's been and stuck. He's, he's 31. Does he not deserve a shot on a contending team? Like yeah, the Steelers. You'd want that, Joe? I think it would be cool to see the Watt brothers play together, if anything. That's true. That would be a cool yeah, angle. It would definitely be cool. But I would hate it in my division because it would mean we'd get battered. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on that division, sticking with the AFC North, the Browns looked like they were surefire into the playoff picture. And then they lost their entire receiving core and their leading tackler on defence falling to the Jets. I mean, is this not basically the most Browns thing ever? Yes. Mm. Absolutely, 100%. I, I love it from Adam Gase and the Jets, though. It's like the ultimate middle finger to like the entire Jets fan base. You've suffered through two seasons of Adam Gase's leadership. Hey, did I not tell you he's going to play himself into a new five-year contract? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would, I mean that's the mo- that's the ultimate Adam Gay shithousery move of like we're going to be just not terrible enough to not get fired, but terrible enough in the long haul to completely butcher this franchise for the foreseeable future. Oh, I don't think he's been um, terrible enough to not get fired. That's not given that much. I think he'll, he'll definitely him. still get fired. I'd fire he's... him in a heartbeat. I'd fire him, hire him again, and fire him again. But because <laughs> <laughs> you do have like. A bigger hate of Adam Gase than everyone else because obviously he was a dolphin. Hey, if he fucked your franchise, you would you would as well. He is he is genuinely awful though, and we've seen like as he gets le- less and less play calling power as well that yeah. the Jets have done better. So yeah, that's that kind of says a lot. Um, I don't think he'll be there for long. Anyway, it, on the onto the Browns' performance, like I do feel bad just the fact they had no receivers. To throw yeah. the ball, and yet the game plan somehow was Baker Mayfield drop back and throw it f- over fifty times in that game, uh, which doesn't suit their style at all. Yeah, and I know. Given the circumstance of being down big against a team like the Jets of all teams, who actually are pretty strong on run de- run defense as well. Exactly. I was going to say, could, could that could that not be a reason for that game plan? I think they're a lot weaker on the outside than they are trying to run through like Quinn and Quinn and Williams. Yeah, potentially. Um, but at the same time, I don't think trusting in Baker Mayfield, which I love, I love Baker Mayfield, and I think he's he's done really well with his fancy system. But that's what it is. He's very well in that system. He's not a a QB who can sort of thrive anywhere. Sort of thing. We, we've seen that he has to sort of rely on on having that strong rushing attack and receivers who he's been throwing to for less than a few days. That um, would help. That's another thing. Yeah, there was... Originally, he wasn't even throwing it to the receivers. I think his first, like, 15 passes were just 12 to tight ends, three to running backs, because he, he literally never played with these people before. Yeah, they were all practice or backups. Yeah, but he was even, like, not throwing them when they were kind of, open, like, NFL open. If you don't have that trust, you're not necessarily going to know which way they're going to go on the cut. So they may be open when you're looking on the tape, but Baker doesn't know that he's going to do the what he's going to do, necessarily. Yeah, 
true. But still, I think going going towards having him throw over 50 times just didn't suit their style of play. And if the Browns have to win a certain way, I think, and it just wasn't possible with the personnel they had against the Jets. Yeah, mm-hmm. credit to the Jets' D-line as well. Yeah, they absolutely swamped up that run game. There was a point later on in the game where Nick Chubb had to, 10 rushing attempts for 12 yards or something ridiculous. 1.2 yards yeah. a carry. And who could have seen that coming? Yeah. What's his name? Is it is it John Franklin? Um nice. John Franklin Myers, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 really good. He's like really come into his own this year and last year in particular. Yeah, he's had lots of rushing preps to practice against because teams have been up big against them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all about game experience. But they are genuinely one of the best D lines in the league. It looks like the Jets D line. Wow, that is a bold statement. One of the one of the best in the league. Uh, in terms of that actual D line, they've got John Quinn and uh, Williams and Franklin, Franklin Myers. Quinn and Williams. Nose tackles decent. Yeah, they've got a good nose yeah, tackle. They can't put well. all three of those um, on the field at a time. And... Yeah, the only thing is that they need a natural like pass rusher, and I think they'll actually be okay like in defensively once they have a, a pass rusher rusher on the edge to like clean up a lot of the work that the rest of the. Team imagine if they had a strong box. If imagine if they had a box safety who could sort of just clean up the edges of the run defense as well. Like, that'd be. It's amazing. not that bad because their other safety is pretty decent as well. Oh, I, I've completely May. forgotten his name. Yeah, he's he's actually he's quite good, good. But they need they do miss Jamal Adams there for sure. Massive. Yeah, but I think I'd rather have the picks you got than Jamal Adams. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, definitely true. I, mean, I, I don't have an issue with saying the Jets are fine. I just think one of the best in the league may be a bit hyperbolic. Yeah. I think this actually might, might, despite what we say about the Jets messing up, um, it might actually be good for them not taking another QB. They're going to take a QB. Kind of... Yeah, they are taking a QB. Do you reckon? Yeah. I don't know. I really hope. I just really hope they take Suell or... They won't. They've got to take a QB. Like... Sam Donald isn't a good quarterback. Let's go Zach Wilson. Wow. Oh. I don't know, man. Like... I don't know. I just feel like I we haven't seen him given an opportunity with while well, he's been playing for Adam Gaze, so... Yeah, I, I do get what you mean, but we'll see, won't we? I mean, it's going to happen either way. I think they're, they're going to end up with a quarterback. I think it's unlikely that they don't. Just, I would like to see Sam Donald given a chance, but I would be surprised if they don't go quarterback. Yeah, but he's had like three. He's had like is this is his third season in the league. If All right, can... name the best receivers he's been throwing to. Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder. Crowder. Um, he had if that. going to be that good. Quincy Anunoir. He was all right. You had Roby Anderson for a bit. Yeah, Anderson. Anderson. yeah, but for one Robbie year was he was good. In, he was crap in New York, so I didn't use him properly. Was yeah, he was York. good in the last year. He was good for his <laughs> last but year, they, but that was he it. He hasn't had like one go-to guy, has he? Oh no, oh, he hasn't no. had an extra yeah. season. He's no, but this is what I mean. Like you look at Josh Allen, what he's done, but they've surrounded him with like he had a good O line from the start, and they've covered him with weapons all around. Uh, he's got so many options to throw it to. Like we said, Stefan Diggs. This year has been one of the best wide receivers in the league. And to compare it to a team like the Jets, who have done virtually nothing the entire time except overpay for, for Lev Bell and then just mess up his whole end Donald, of his career. But Donald had the lower upside. He had the lower upside coming out of college out of all the prospects as well, including Josh Rosen. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. He was... He was supposed to be the high floor, low ceiling pick, the, the safe pick, the safe QB pick out of that his draft. First ever, out, his first ever, first ever pass was a pick six. So it's a lot. So fun to watch. Right, well, it is going to be a decision. Whoever's in charge of that Jets organization, maybe Adam Gase. 
is going to have to make. Oh, but God. I think we should move on for now to another young quarterback who is he getting replaced? Who knows what's going on? As if you're not, <laughs> you're not, you're not starting <laughs> no. a segment like that. No, well, too late. I've already started no. it like that. But we, <laughs> I think this is the first time we've seen a rookie quarterback play start games and then get consistently benched for a veteran. Um, Matt, what the hell's going on in Miami? What the hell's going on in Miami is Chan Gailey won't let Tua throw the ball Keeps calling very conservative, very basic route combinations because he doesn't trust Tua enough at the moment for whatever reason. Um, why would that be, do you think? When you... Hans, but, but, stick, stick, stick with Matt here. Yeah, that's why, why do you think? Why do you think that he's not trusting Tua to throw he's balls? He's fucking moron. Yeah, but why would he trust Fitzpatrick then? Is it not that Tua, you know, hasn't necessarily shown that he is willing to do it at this point in his career. I just think... Take those, what, take those almost more 50-50 balls. Yeah, but... Plays on. I mean, what would you rather build around? A QB that's very, very rarely going to, going to give the ball to the opposition. But, you know, the flip side of that is, you know, he won't he's score. not going to score. He's not going to put as many touchdowns on the board. Or a QB mm. where every time he throws it, there's a, a decent chance it's going back the other way. It's, it's so Alex Smith, Smith or so... Jameis Winston. That's exactly what I was thinking. Basically, yeah. And I mean, I I think for the way that this Miami team is built, especially in terms of, you know, it is defense first in terms of where the star power is on that roster. I think you'd want, and if I think if you ask most of the coaches in the league what they'd rather have, they'd rather have the quarterback that doesn't throw, that doesn't throw interception. Okay. But that didn't, uh, that didn't answer, that didn't answer your question, the question Stan had about why do you think it is that Chan Gailey call such a conservative game plan for right. Tua. If Tua's going to be safe with it either way, why not let him take those shots when they're there? I don't think we're going to get an answer <laughs> like that way, but defense-led defense teams, if you want to have your Mr. Safe quarterback like your Alex Smith or your Andy Dalton, someone like that, you need to have a strong run game. That's that's the basis behind all the great rushing teams. And the teams. gas man cometh. He, he ran for 169 yards. Miles Gaskin had a good game, to be fair. Yeah, he, Miles he Gaskin did. did have a good game. But... You, your your running attack is not consistent. That's a fact. Whoa. It's not the worst in the league, though. It's, and it's also, not the worst in the league, but it's not. It's yeah. nowhere near the best. It's it, not consistent enough. But just on on the whole tour situation, I think there are times where there are people NFL open downfield, and he's just not taking his opportunities, and maybe that's why he's getting a more conservative play calling options as well, yeah. because the coach knows he's not he's not going to throw the deep ball as much. There are always going to be deep balls incorporated as part of the offense. There's no way Chang Gailey's just out there saying, oh yeah, we're just going to call quick outs or skinny posts or something like that. There's always going to be a deep ball option in there for him. It's just going to be the fact that two is not taking it and he's being more conservative with the football. They were. That is actually true. I counted at least three or four times watching that game back where they've either got a guy in the seam on... Um, Gasicki up the middle against cover two, which Tua doesn't pull the Tua trigger on for whatever reason because he doesn't want to turn the ball over, which isn't necessarily bad. Yeah. Or that exact spot, you know, where Ryan Fitzpatrick threw the ball when he got his face ripped off. Yeah. So My that thoughts. oh, that was not mm, a blown coverage. That, that was, was amazing. Was just on one get one play. That was there consistently throughout the game. Yeah, they fucked up that cover two as well. Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick knew it was there. And Tua must have been told on the sideline, look, look, if we target this zone, you have to look there. He doesn't even look in that direction. But, I mean, the talent is obvious there with Tua. He is a consistently accurate guy. I would just like to see him take a few more of those shots when they are available. Yeah, I mean... You have to take you have to take the shots, especially if the, if the window is NFL open and he needs to be making that throw. If he can't make that throw, that's an issue. But if someone is down the field, NFL open, 
and that's part of the play design. That's going to what's going to advance you down the field. Then you've got to take that shot. If you're not going to take it, then yeah, put put the man in, put Fitzmagic in. Yeah. The worrying thing I I think as well is that a lot of those chances they they weren't even NFL open. They were just open, and he wasn't taking them. <laughs> uh, which we've seen him like complete lots of deep shots and things like that. Contested deep shots in uh, Alabama. So I don't know if this is like a process of the injury thing. I was going to say, um, yeah. In defense of Tua, it's like similarly how we talked about the Browns this week. If you don't, he may not trust these receivers yet and doesn't want to take them when they're NFL open if he's not as confident against these defenses yet in his career anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, Fitzpatrick is a bit more of a gunslinger, Matt said, so he may be willing to throw to these guys that he hasn't played with a whole lot. I think that's Tua a fair, may not be in that yeah, position. That's a fair comment as well, Slew. If you, if you, if we look back to what we've seen from Tua so, from Tua so far this season, I mean, Tua's first interception is is a is a muff by Jakeem Grant. He puts it right in Jakeem Grant's hands, and Jakeem Grant can't pull it in and flicks it up for the the DB to 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 catch it. And I think that we've seen multiple times, especially in that game where we had Devontae Parker, Gasicki out, Jakeem Grant left early. Um, mm. Like we and and it was Mac Mac Hollins and uh, Lynn Bowden Jr. as as the two sort of primary targets. There were lots of drops. There were there were through two or through some very catchable good balls mm. that was flat out drops. So I think there is a, definitely a trust issue there. I think there's also a mentality issue of, you know, being more worried about not making mistakes rather than being assertive and aggressive with the football. And I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm hoping it's one of those things that as he gets more reps and, and more NFL action, he'll he'll adjust to that and and be more willing to take those shots. Do you think part of that is from him looking over his shoulder and knowing, oh, if I don't do something well here, then they're going to throw Fitzpatrick in? Potentially. I think as well, his reputation from college of being a guy that didn't throw picks. Um, I, I mean, when we when we spoke about Tua last season before uh, before the draft, you know, we spoke about his, his touchdown to interception numbers. I think he only threw 13 picks in, in his three years of college, something like that. Um to, he only started two of those years, though. True, um, but two to eight. I think it was eighty-seven touchdowns. So, like that was that was a stat that jumped off the page as being like, right, this guy's ball security is fantastic. And I think almost that reputation has put that weight on his shoulders. Of well, you know, I've always been great at not throwing exceptions. I'm not like I'm going to be. You know, I'm aware that the standard is higher now. Like I'm going to be more risk averse. Um, yeah. Do you think that's an issue with looking at just the numbers, though, when you're scouting a player? Like, yeah, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, but a lot of those balls he's throwing to, his receivers are the best in the country and are open a lot of the time. Yeah, I think I that's think part that... of why he's threw less interceptions I more think, than anything yeah, else. Top-level top SEC schools, they're always going to have wide receivers wide open. And the, the interception numbers are going to be way down naturally because of that. And the offences as well, they may manufacture yards for these top athletes that they have. So. Mm. The numbers are always going to be slightly distorted. Yeah, and I think we've talked about as well, um, I mean, you especially, Stan, in, in the context of scouting college talent and the way that statistics don't tell the whole story. And in many cases, you can you sort of see people use statistics to justify their own sort of gut feelings. Um, and yeah, I think definitely that, that was potentially something that flat to deceive and I think has led to it to sort of be quite aware of his reputation and, you know, one of the main reasons why, you know, my Dolphins were seen to have taken him. And it's almost like protecting that sort of identity factor with his play. 
Okay, but like, if you if you can do that, I get it, fine. But on the Miami Dolphins side, like, you can't just juggle around or bench him every time they need a win late in games. Yeah, otherwise you might as well just start Fitzpatrick from the start. Yeah, this isn't the this isn't baseball. You don't have relief quarterbacks. It's not like someone just comes in for a fourth quarter. I know, Slew, you think it's a good idea. I like the idea. But well, this is this is the thing, right? Like, yeah, I mean, he's gonna have to with your maybe Brian Flores is ahead games, of the curve. And he's gonna have. And he's going to have to convert on... I mean, it's an interesting like idea, this. though, right, from Slew? Like, why could no, it not be no, it's, 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 it's a terrible... It there, is a ver- there is a very... There is a really a closing picture in the uh, MLB called Archie Bradley. He does, he does have a very similar beard to um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm just wondering if they... Have they ever been seen in the same room together? Wow. Um, I mean, I'm not t- you're in COVID, I hope. But Archie, Bradley play- Archie Bradley got um, scholarships to play quarterback as well at university. So. Well, there you go. They could be the same. Hey, what at Harvard? You also studied at Harvard. <laughs> nah, it's Oklahoma. Ten years from now, teams are going to have their, their starting quarterback, and then they're going to have their two-minute quarterback, and it's going to be. Yeah. Except they're going to have but two I, different two-minute quarterbacks. A safe one for when they're in the lead. It's going to just be start carrying six what? quarterbacks on, on in match days. <laughs> Is it not? What, you, you have your Ryan Fitzpatrick in like your, um, and you have Alex Smith as well. For yeah, sure, if you're ahead, yeah, definitely. Is it is it not slightly concerning that they don't trust Tua to finish these games? Yes, it is very concerning that they don't, they don't trust I'm him. No, I'm directing it towards Matt. Why, why are you not concerned because about because he's still he's still in his rookie year? I think I've seen enough from Tua that I think he has the potential to be the guy for Miami. Um, I think it's more I think it's more of a mentality thing rather than it's something that's wrong with his technique or his reads and stuff like that. I think it's but how do he can't get out of the mentality if they just take him out every time? Yeah, so they not speak to me on the sideline like, right, we need to win here. You need to take some of these 50-50 shots. Go out there and do it. Because we've said multiple times how this is an absolute free year for the Miami Dolphins. You're basically going to have the number three pick in the draft. Yep. So just let Tua get in these situations where he needs to go march on the field and win. True. And see what he can do with it. It's a weird one because I think we're in a position where we didn't expect this season to be as successful as it has ended up being. Um and you know the the mentality when you listen to Brian Flores and um, you know other people from the Dolphins organization is you know, we've got ourselves into position to be in the playoffs. It's not going to affect our draft stock whatsoever what we do in the playoffs. So we might as well like make a make a deep run at it, which is sort of at odds with what the idea was going into the season of it being a rebuild year. So yeah, I do think it's a difficult one. I think um, I mean we have seen tour as well in situations where we've needed to score quickly, be able to put up the numbers. So it, it's not like we haven't seen him take any shots at all. Um, I think it is, it's, it's the mentality. And I think as well, the fact that he has Brian, um, not Brian Forrest, sorry, uh, Fitzpatrick there, who has been a great mentor to him. It, it, it's possibly the only situation like this that I see that can be sort of non-toxic and non-harmful because of how mm. good their relationship is. Yeah. I think this is one of the few ones I'm, that is a perfect segue into basically the opposite attitude for a young quarterback who's just been let go by the Washington football team. Get him out. Dwayne Haskins. And Matt just mentioned how two and Fitzpatrick get along so well, even when one of them's not playing. I mean, you could say what you want about Wentz, but he seems to be supporting Hertz throughout when Hertz has been on the pitch as well. It's pointed out that when Haskins wasn't starting last year, not bothered about talking to Keenum after each play, getting feedback from a vet. Wow. Is this as much of a culture thing and Ron Rivera wanting to turn around as it is him not being great on the pitch? 
Well, apparently he had a, he had um cult character issues coming out of high school as well. Like Rivals dot com, their um their director of scouting posted on his Instagram earlier today that he he thought he Haskins had issues as well coming out of high school. So maybe he's been there the entire time. I do. I feel like I I think you're right, Sloon and and Stan, in terms of it is a culture thing. I think to be fair to Haskins, he as soon as he was picked, the wide consensus was that not everyone in the building agreed with the pick. So I think he's kind of had his had had this sort of guard up from day one in terms of you know feeling sort of very pressured and under under a lot of sort of expectation and having to prove people wrong and I think you know possibly the way that he's dealt with that has ended up putting us in this situation where you know he didn't go and do the, the good teammate things or the or the smart rookie quarterback things of looking for help and stuff like that because he felt like he had to you know prove he's the guy he doesn't need help whatever or you know and, not going into a strip club without your mask on yeah, in the I mean, of a pandemic dumb decisions. or going to a strip yeah. club during a pandemic dumb decisions dumb decisions so 100% I, I feel like there are some character issues there I think it wasn't helped by the situation that he found himself in with Washington in his first season as well. I think at the end of the day, a lot of people, when Washington drafted him, uh, were telling the staff before the draft, don't take Haskins. He's got a bunch of character issues. He's had these character issues, like Stan said, when he was in high school. He had them throughout the college. And he's got into a situation at the Redskins where he's just continued that. He hasn't shown any sign of improvement as a person off the field. So, whereas, yeah, okay, cool. Some people might look at this like, there's a first-round QB on the market I can pick up for four million a year, nice. Um, but his performances on the field have been nowhere near the standard to make up for his stupid behaviour mm. consistently off the field. So You've got to think that someone's um, going to take that chance, though, and be like, right, we have seen glimpses of what he can do. Yeah, he's been nowhere near. But have they? Yeah, I there's been a couple of... There have been glimpses. I'm not saying he's been good, but there have been instances where like right this guy does have some talent yeah and maybe oh, yeah, this he's is the first like, round pick first maybe rounder. this is a kick he's in the balls so he's ability. gonna need to you know sort of turn the attitude around like right this won't fly in the nfl anymore well, yeah. and i think he'll get another chance and it's just as much up to him to change that attitude as it is for anyone else this is in his hands almost i think i see him get sorry you go Jim. I was just saying, I see him getting another chance like I see Mike Marcus Mariota has another chance at the Raiders. Like, I don't see him actually getting to play somewhere where he's going to feasibly start anywhere. Mariota's miles better than Haskins, yeah, though. Definitely. Yeah. But I, I think, to be fair, when Ron Rivera said that about the Haskins release, that he, he thought it benefited both parties, I think he was absolutely spot on, to be honest. like I, I, I 100% think that if what we've heard is true about the off-the-field stuff, then this could be that sort of kick up the ass of, you know, this isn't going to fly, as you said, Slew. I need to approach things in a different way. Um, and on the other, on the flip side, you know, Washington get get a player that's been causing them problems off their off their hands as well. Yeah. Also, just on that note of like Stan said that he had issues in high school, but like he was raised in Washington as well, wasn't he? Uh, he's he's homegrown from Washington, so all of his friends that he had might have had issues with previously live in Washington. He's now he now plays in Washington. He probably might still hang out with the same group of people. Like if he moved to another city, the change of scenery might be good for him. He might. Yeah. I mean, have I'm, to not, associate I'm not himself comparing with these these issues in any way at all. But that was what always one of the big concerns was with Aaron Hernandez going back to New England. Yeah, where he grew up and where all these 
gang members that he was like in with were living. So maybe if he'd gone something, I don't think he's got gang issues. No, I'm not, oh, that's no, why, no. That's why I did preface it by saying that it's not the same issue. But I'm saying if you're in the area where you grew up and you've got anyone. these bad influences around you, that might be part of the issue. And getting away from it, as you said, mm. could be a nice part of a fresh start. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was doomed from the off, really. When, he, when Ron Rivera came in to Washington, he brought in Kyle Allen with him. Alex yeah. Smith was already there. So you've already got two of the most and like the most football-safe quarterbacks. Yeah, vanilla, exactly. They're safe with the ball. They're never going to win you games like outright with their arm. You've got the two most turnover-safe quarterbacks in the league, and then you've got a former rookie QB who's just coming off a bad rookie season. And everyone a former rookie QB. <laughs> <laughs> who isn't a rookie you make a good point make a silly but point. you know what i meant you know what i meant i know what you meant yeah it's just a, it's a lot different than the yeah. it's a lot different than the guys around him but he also didn't really help himself by literally not associating with the team whatsoever and generally being a um i don't know about that team he was bad. voted captain. Yeah, exactly he was voted a captain and this is one of the things that i think this was mentioned in the pat mcafee show or something but like who actually voted him captain? Because there are a lot of things coming out about him, like in the locker room, just not being a great in, teammate. In, in the general. preseason, though, and over the off season, he made a massive effort. He was out every single oh, day. Oh, he, he lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. yeah no, 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 that's... no. That's not it. He was out every day practicing. He was throwing every day. Like you could see yeah. on his Instagram, he was out throwing every day, working to get better as a QB. And I admire that to, in, in that respect. But, yeah, he's a professional athlete. Yeah, but no, he, he wasn't was always out like effort. it. He wasn't always yeah. like that. Not every. And if QB's out there throwing every single day over the off season, yeah, I remember. Yeah, but if you're in season going to a strip club during a global pandemic, I think that's it. it doesn't I think matter. That's bad judgment because, like you said, McAfee said people do go to strip club after games. That, but it's <gasps> I think it's the it's the image of it the being context. during a pandemic that's the bigger yeah. issue, it's and it's the, the poor judgment of that exactly. Bad looks. Bad looks. It's just stupid, really. What if he had gone back and like infected a bunch of players? Yeah, that would be bad. Washington, yeah, Washington are in, uh, were in the playoff. Hunt. They still are in the playoff. They hunt. They're still leading yeah, the NFC are. East. And to be honest, they looked a lot better when Heineke came in. So maybe that was the thing that pushed it over the edge. It's like, right, if he doesn't have the attitude and he's not performing it for us right now, why are we keeping him? Which is a fair point, to be honest. Yeah. All right. So, Joe, you've just made that point that they're in the playoff hunt. So we'll move on. Do, do you think they do make the playoffs? I think realistically, they still beat the Eagles this week. Which gets them in? The Washington football team. <laughs> yeah. I think they've got... It's the NFC East, isn't it? I mean, I think Dallas could sneak into the playoffs as well in the NFC East side of things. It looks like there's a serious threat for Dallas to sneak in the back door and somehow get a playoff spot. Um, but I d- would trust the... <laughs> the Eagles have been playing all right. They're, they're, onto they... their, they're onto like the sixth and seventh string at cornerback. You do this every season, man. Like, what What are you eating in Philly? Just stop being injured, man. I don't know. No idea. With the new charges. Glass. They're yeah. just eating glass. Literally. Eating glass and sucking ass. Glass Philly, Philly steak sandwich. <laughs> right, so, <laughs> other glass. than the Washington football team, who, who are the others that you think like, may be in a chance of missing out on the playoffs? Browns. Wow, Browns. I was going to say the Cardinals. Ooh. So, Han, have you seen who the uh, Rams are starting right. quarterback this week? And how they're, they're two starting running backs. have seen who the Cardinals Darryl are starting Cam Akers are, they're likely to miss. seen how Cliff Kingsbury calls games. That's the thing, man. I <laughs> think if Kyler Murray plays, then 
the Cardinals make the playoffs if Kyler Murray or we're like he's been questionable no, he for the last hit. three weeks though. Like, it was a, it's a new injury. Yeah, but he's he's been. I know, but he's been questionable for the last three weeks as well. If he was going to be out, he may be out. I think he'll play personally. He may be out. He may be out but okay. I think he'll play. So if he does play, then the Cardinals will make the playoff because his talent will be enough. I can't see Cliff Kingsbury elevating a rookie QB to beat the Rams. Hey, you're acting like he's never played pro football before. This is Chris Strevler of the CFL. Oh, no, I'm so about. sorry, Chris Strevler. How you pronounce it? Nice. Yeah, Chris Strevler. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. Remember the name. But either way, if it turns into that point where it's a coaching matchup between McVay and Kingsbury, I'm taking McVay all day long. Oh, yeah. McVay, oh, yeah. McVay exactly. every day of the week. I'm saying this with the basis that I do think that Kyler Murray will play. He's been doubtful for a while. So you've He's already downgraded him from questionable to doubtful. By the time this podcast comes yeah. out, you're going to be saying out. Oh, semantics. Semantics. Um, I think the Rams' defense is still pretty good, though. Well, yeah, no one was questioning that. It's just a matter of who's going to be starting QB. That's going to you all were saying they were the best in the fucking it? league a few weeks ago. The Rams' Who's defense. This? I still think they are one of the best yeah, in the Joe, league. Yeah, now, Joe, now Goff's got a broken thumb. I'd cash out that bet. Yeah, Joe. Well, I can't, there's no point cashing out this point. slew. A bit of money back. That would out be. my ten pound. I scoff at you. I scoff at that money. Ugh. Big ball and big ball and Costanza. Yeah, got all these, these Joe, brand Joe, deals. If you listen to there, and maybe you know we're in a bit of a pandemic. The economy's in a downturn. Joe doesn't care about the little bits of money because he's above <laughs> that. He's got more. He doesn't have worries like that. Yeah, exactly. He'll put twenty Thanks. quid on the Jets, fucking winning the Super Bowl this year. He doesn't care. <laughs> Yeah, Joe Mitchell Johnson first overall up in the Hollywood Hills. Um, yeah, I think the Browns are going to miss the playoffs, though. I could see that actually. I could see. That. I mean, they 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 lost last yeah. week against the Jets. Fair enough, they didn't have anyone, like we said. But they're likely going to lose against the Steelers if they're playing their first team players. Well, I this think is the thing. Chance. They're losing. They're losing. This is against the thing, the though, because there's a lot of chatter that Big Ben's going to be rested and it's going to be a. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Rudolph on oh, the land. If, we, if we're oh, going to get into true, the Brown Steelers, I'm just going to have to say with Mason Rudolph back. Just going to have to say, and the game of the week voted for by you is the Browns and the Steelers. Lads, oh what do God. we think? <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Love it. Um, nice. Yeah. The, the flow between that's segments. That's is mad it's such week. a fluid podcast. Um, yeah. I, I, I think. You should probably. I think it. even if it is a Mason Rudolph car crash i still kind of think the steelers will have enough to beat the browns i kind of want rudolph to come up with the steve austin music just walking through the gate like <laughs> against the browns once again wait i feel i missed this the mason rudolph's playing he might be yeah talk, because they might be resting ben. they're gonna rest big ben oh i'll take the i'll take the browns then oh you're that low on mason rudolph yeah i'm that low on mason rudolph what about he, the steelers defense yeah i don't care I'm that low on Mason Rudolph. How low are you? Rudolph is is significant. He's so bad. Yeah, James Conner's crap as well. He's being downgraded from. <laughs> oh wow! Crap now. I thought you were going to really? give his official injury listing then, but it's just from. I don't know they, if they he's. Just, I don't know if no. he's. Crap. I mean, before the they just managed to get the defense, uh, the offense going again in the second half against the Colts. Even True. Roethlisberger wasn't good enough to to outscore the Bengals. So I don't think, I don't see Mason Rudolph doing anything against the Browns. Oh no, Mason Rudolph is hot hot garbage. And if they bench Big Ben, who else are they going to, they might as well bench freaking Juju and 
Chase Doc Hodges. Chase Doc Hodges. Well, the thing Bring is, though, we could see the Browns in the same position they were this weekend against the Jets, where they've got half their team on COVID or or their receiving corps on COVID. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I think, so, I think the news is that they should all be back by Thursday, giving them plenty of time. But yeah, you're right. It, you're right. If those guys that aren't back, then that is a significant worry. But it was just a scare anyway. It wasn't yeah, like exactly. actual. On the, they just had to self-isolate. On the proviso that they get their week. actual pass catchers back, I'm happy enough with the Browns team that they'll probably scratch out a win here. So that if they scratch win. out a win, yeah. yeah, they basically need... They don't need anything. Either... They're in. They win and they're, they're in. They're winning in. in. They're the same as the Finns. But so are we. The Bills, then we're in. If yeah, but it's, Browns, not, it's, if not, we... it's not to do with you. It's the Colts that miss out if the Browns win. If the Browns win, the Finns win, and the Ravens win, then the oh, Colts the miss Colts out in the playoffs. Unlucky Philip. But I can't see the Dolphins beating the Bills. If we lose, the Colts get in. If the Browns lose, the okay, Colts so get in. Each of, you're all on the same record. You're all 10 and 5. You, so the Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns, Miami Dolphins, Tennessee Titans, and Indianapolis Colts. I still think it's Matt. I still think it's yeah, Matt. Oh, all 10 and 5. So basically, if one of them loses while the rest win, that one's out. If they all win, then the Colts are out. It's okay. like Harry Potter. Neither can live while the other survives. It's basically the Colts trying to murder someone to get in. Uh, like, there's one one imposter among us, and it's the Colts. I think Go the Browns are the imposters. Genuinely, I think if you lose to the Jets, then I think... They lost to the Jets with no receivers and their best tackler on, on injured. And also, the Jets... The Jets yeah, we all, we all it should be a rule. The Jets haven't even been bad over the last two weeks. Like obviously they've won those games, so of course they haven't been bad. But like they've actually played good football, and they're playing run first football, which was how they should be playing. But they're still the Jets. Yeah, and they screwed themselves yeah, and the, out. And the Browns were basically playing with college receivers. All the guys they had the wouldn't Jets have been on the roster the before this week. You could say the Jets missed the playoffs. Yeah, bold take. That's a wow, Joey. Sure, you want to put your neck out like that? I don't know. Does anyone want to take me up on a sandwich on this one, boys? <laughs> yeah, put your money where your mouth is. I'd, ch- I'd check William Hill yeah. for those odds. They could be tasty. But I mean, yeah, I, I, the thing is with the Browns as well, it would be so on narrative for them to, to fuck it up and, and miss the playoffs like this. Mm. Well, we can go through yeah. it. 100%. The Titans, we all think they'll beat the Texans, right? Yeah. They They're should. Gonna absolutely destroy them. Derek Henry, Derek Henry needs like 223 yards. Like, they just run the season. game, run every could single happen. play so he gets it. Probably. They, they probably will. Yeah, but um, a good point was made by Tyeb on our post, and he he was saying that they might take him out in the fourth nah, quarter mate, if, or something. If, if they, they get close to the record, the they won't do it. If he's yeah, if he's in the high one hundreds by the fourth quarter, how many yards? No, it's, it's, it's a, it's a two, thing that like very few players have ever done. Yeah, yeah, he'd be in like yeah. one of four people. I think what OJ Simpson, Adrian Peterson, CJ two K, CJ. Did Walter Payton ever do it? Or Barry Sanders? Maybe no, no Barry Sanders. Barry Sa- Sanders might have. Sanders might have. Okay, so moving on. Dolphins play the Bills, which is maybe Take one of the business of the Bills. You think you, you can? You lose. think you'll beat the Bills? Bills. You probably lose. You know what? Bills. I th- Bills are winning. Yeah, the, the, the Bills, Bills have clinched. The bit, that's the thing. The Bills have clinched well, they might, and they, they can't might move up or down, and they can't get them. But, a, a I, I bye. but they're, 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 they're playing a division rival. That's the thing. 
They're playing but, a di- in division. Do, do, do you risk your starting player's health? Oh, I'm not saying you risk grudge. everyone, but I'm saying why don't you put Josh... They might do like work at like a preseason game. Let's say give the offense, the starting offense and defense the first quarter. By that point, like Josh Allen's Josh Allen. He might just go off on one. He's Josh Allen. He's not fucking Jesus. <laughs> He's still, playing, he's still playing the best defense <laughs> in the league, Joey. The best defense in the league. The Dolphins' defense is the best defense in the league. Oh, look, can we stop having this debate? Yeah, it's the Steelers' defense. defense. It's, it's the Steelers' defense. The piss, mate. You're taking the piss. It's, it's not. Stop taking everything as a personal offense, Matt. Just because it's so stuff. angry. I'm just taking this because it's wrong. <laughs> you, you genuinely. It's I had to wrong. listen to the last podcast without me being on. I had to listen. It was arguing that Emmanuel Ogba deserved to be in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> so I can't trust a word you're saying. Yeah, he's he's better than Chris Jones, don't you know? <laughs> like you should get it above Kalias Campbell and um Kalias Campbell's done sweet FA this year, mate. Okay, so speaking of Kalias Campbell, do the Ravens good. make the playoffs? Joe, yes. who do you guys play? The Bengals. Alright, yeah, Ravens are in. Congratulations. But this happened a few years ago. We had to win. Hey, Zach we had Taylor's to win on a madness at the moment. If we win, we were in against the Bengals. We lost to the Bengals. At the end, yeah, but wasn't that the Bengals before. when they had Andy Dalton was sort of somewhat frisky? Somewhat. Yeah, he the threw it to... Was that the one? The... Was that when he got a shit ton of money donated to his charity as well? Because yeah, the, the Bills, Bills made the playoffs because of them being the Ravens. Lose the first round of the playoffs because it's yeah. If they had Tyrod Taylor, though, so oh, they wouldn't Tyrod make a run. Tyrod. Yeah, and I think we, we're pretty safe bets realistically. Have the Raiders got a chance? They've been dead. Raiders are dead. The Raiders are dead off. Raiders are dead. So after pretty much. Dead. So if if the Dolphins lose and the Colts win, do the Colts get in above the Dolphins? I swear to God, Joe. Yes, they're all ten and five. <laughs> do you want to go through it one more time? Do you not remember my Harry Potter reference? Okay. I might just say last time we played the Bills as well in week two, we literally lost by three points, and that was before we started deciding to be good at football again. And you started two, start and won't two. take shots. Exactly. <laughs> No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, now you're starting to. Though, mate. Yeah, but you'll yeah, see. they're going to play with all their safeties no, in the box. It'll be fine. No touchdowns. Hey, we'll see. We'll see what happens when the. Undis- what I think will happen is it'll get to the fourth quarter and then you'll put Fitzpatrick in again, <laughs> and then you'll do it again in the with like a nine-man box or something. So you, so you're saying we're in. <laughs> I think you'll get. You'll make the playoffs. Then yeah. what is this all about, Joe? What oh, is Joe? This who all doesn't about? make the playoffs then? Colts. To be fair, I think if the Dolphins, the Browns, if the the Dolphins Browns and the potentially... Browns both lose, I think the Dolphins have a better like yeah, tiebreaker. We We've got a better, better interdivision record. That's why we're currently interconference. Yeah, because we beat the Browns in both their games, and I think they definitely lost the first Steelers mm-hmm. game. All right, so moving on to the NFC, it's we've already spoken about between the Rams and the Cardinals winning in between those two. Washington beat the Eagles, and they're oh, in. God. If they lose. Then it's between the Cowboys and the Giants for the NFC East. I think this could be a sneaky good game. No, the Giants. no, the sneaky good game being the Eagles oh, and Eagles versus football team. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's some bad football. Jalen Hurts is fun. Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, they're good. Mm, yeah. Nice. It's like you've got a good defense versus a good. You've got a good, you've got you've got a good offense versus a good defense and a bad offense versus a bad defense. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. So it'll be nil nil. Yeah. No, uh, but it'll be you leading by three points. Scoreless draw. I don't want to win. I want a top five pick. 
Oh, you're you're no. the worst. You're the worst. You don't get a top five pick. You're not a real I, fan. Jason, of Williams, Williams, was, it, was it Quinn Williams? Oh, it was Quinn Williams. <laughs> no, Quinn Williams. No, Quinn Williams said that all, all the um, Jets fans um, yeah booing because they were not real fans. So you're. I a think fake that's fan. a fair point to be honest. If you're at, if you get if you've gotten to the point where you're actively rooting against your your own yeah. team, then I think you need. You might as well just root against your own team as yeah, soon as you, not as soon you realize you don't, you're not going to make but the playoffs. You never playoffs. know who's going to go on a run. Yeah. Don't you want to see yeah, some good I'd love football to see before some good you football. don't see them again? I did just see us get blown out by the Cowboys. Yee nah. It's, it's the, road, the power yes, of the road rival. Of our defense. And Basically the other team the that's NFC currently still. in at the moment is the Chicago Bears. So if the Bears uh, lose and the Cardinals win, then the Cardinals can get in that way and so will the Rams. How, is anybody else slightly confused as to how the Bears have actually sort of snuck themselves into having I, a I mean, Trubisky hasn't uh, even been David Montgomery. That bad. And Tr- David Montgomery. It's David Montgomery. David Montgomery's he's just turned up. Him. And he's been on my fantasy team and I love him. Also, the Bears are playing the wow. Packers, so the, who are in the hunt for their number one seed, yeah. so there's no chance the Bears win that one, right? Mm. I, I wouldn't say so, yeah. I'd mm. say that's... I don't know. I think David Montgomery's in for a massive I mean, we, just did a pretty good job against Derek Henry. We said that before the Tennessee game. I think A Rod will probably decimate the Bears. The Bears' defense is good, though. Wait, have they like locked everyone, in the, like foot, everyone, the number all, one seed? No, Packers. it could also be the Seahawks or the Saints. No. So they'll play okay. their players. Do a little right. dance. Hmm. All right, so we'll see. But it seems so. I think if Kyler Murray plays then there's a likelihood that the Rams and Cardinals both make the playoffs then. All right. And wouldn't that be great? It'd be great to know what my game picks were as well. You want to hear, you want to hear game picks? I got game picks oh, for you, yeah. I got game picks I, right I was, here. I was almost certain you'd forgot. Because <laughs> hey. I, I remember when you were reading off this list, I was like, he hasn't put game hey, picks mate, anywhere. Don't you worry, I'm on top of it. Schedule. You want to hear, you want, do you want to hear me do the as game a, picks, as Joe? Always. You're, you're ready for them. Exciting. Yeah, I, I want to hear the game picks. Hear you do them. Game. Okay. I deliberately game went for picks. a few bolder picks this week. You did, and it didn't work out so well for you. I know. You went eight and eight, which... Mm. Oh, look, being, it's Jeff Fisher. Being the, though, the fact you were in second place, it has extended Stan's lead at the top. Jeff Costanzo. Matt, 146, yep. 92 and one. I'm 148, 90 and one. Joe's 149, 91 and one. And Stan with a nine-point lead heading into the last week of the season. 158 80 and 1. So, barring some mad upsets, it looks like in his debut season, Stan Wilson may have come a- come away with a victory. What were we saying for playoffs? I'm not sure. Rookie we need to, we need to say, Rookie we need to have a, we need to have a discussion on what we're going to do with the playoffs. Yeah, we uh, we'll do the playoff black bracket anyway, actually. I want to open this up to the, uh, yeah, to the followers as well. I think that'd be quite cool idea. Oh, look at this guy go. Why will we will? What was my record this week? Am I still last? Solid. Well, you just said a lot of things very quickly. Yes, you are, Matt. My lot? (laughs) Yeah, you're last. By one, I think. That's fine. Two. Yeah, but how far is your first place, though? 11 points away. 12 12. points away. Damn. But it would be big if I were to win this, wouldn't it? That means I'd have to go like 4 and 12 next week. No. Tried. All right, so I think that does bring us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you download us, available on all major podcasters. Check out all of our social medias at The Dropback on Instagram and on Twitter. 
at the Dropback UK on Facebook. Check out our website, www.thedropback.com or .co.uk, where you can find all of our latest picks and articles. We've got a big one coming out on the 4th of January, hopefully. A lot of lot going into the works there, hoping to reach out with a couple of other sites in the UK. So definitely check that one out. And we've got a new article out from Daniel as well at the moment. On Heisman QBs. Thank you so much again for listening. I've been Sam. I've been Stan. I've been Joe. And I've been Matt. And happy birthday to Joe Costanzo. Happy birthday to me. And happy new year. Till next time. Till 2021. Goodbye. See you next year. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe Costanzo and Stan Wilson. out our website that's www.thepodcast the podcast the what <laughs> the podcast.com <laughs>